0: So, before you got married, you were a slut maker.
1: <laughs> okay, sure. I'm asking. I, I suppose you could say that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I would characterize yeah. it that way. But and let's did go you
0: it. know that the women that you were having sex with were sluts? No, the, no I
1: don't actually agree with this. <laughs>
0: Welcome to The Father State. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. The Father State is on Patreon, so click the Patreon link to support our work. I have with me Chris Coles. He's a writer, actor, and the host of the YouTube channel, Mr. Reagan. Thank you for coming, man. Thank you for having me. So how did you come up with Mr. Reagan title? You were just walking down the road and... Yeah, and, I just
1: thought, well, I'll tell you what, you know, I'm watching Ben Shapiro, I'm yeah. watching Crowder, I'm watching all these guys, and it was like on a Saturday or something, it was a couple years back. And there weren't a ton of conservative YouTubers at the time. Right. And I'm, I'm thinking, I wanna see more stuff. Like, There's a lot of politics going on right now. I want somebody else's perspective. I want some new stuff. I'm like, some other jerk's gotta grab a microphone and a camera and do another show. <laughs> and then I thought, wait, I've got a camera. I've got a microphone. Yeah. <laughs> I've got some political opinions. I could do a show. But at the time I was doing a lot of acting in Hollywood you know, small parts, stuff like that, Um, but some major, major projects. Nice. And I thought, I don't, you know, if you, if you, if people know that you're conservative in Hollywood, unless you're like a really, really big name, you'll get blacklisted. People will not hire you. So I thought, well, I can't use my name. I can't come up with, you know, who, who, who's like a, a political, you know, a person that I admire. Who is somebody I admire politically that people will immediately identify, okay, I know what this person's politics is. Right? and i thought well reagan obviously reagan so right. i thought okay i'll call myself mr reagan so i thought of like the name i came up with like the logo i came up with everything in like an hour nice. i was just like okay boom 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 got it put the show on and it was almost immediately relatively successful you know it took, how long it, it took you been doing time. it about two years Really? yeah and so it took off right away yeah kind of i mean people didn't know who i was at first you know, they, they, you know, but the production quality was okay right. compared to other uh, people at the time. You know, Most people do a YouTube video, they just shoot themselves with their phone, right. and that's their first video. Um, I had a separate mic and camera, which two years ago, people didn't know that that's what you should do, you know, unless they already got a show going, and then yeah. they start to think about how to make. So people thought, oh, the production value is pretty good, but they didn't know who I was. But then I found Jordan Peterson, you know, Jordan Peterson was oh, doing yeah. all this stuff, yeah. and I reacted to something that he had, he had done a debate with, Michael Eric Dyson, and Michael Eric Dyson called him a mean, mad, white man,
0: <laughs> remember that?
1: <laughs> and so I did this reaction to That's that, amazing. and that kind of blew up, and that kind of took me off, and then I, I did uh, a Gillette parody video, yeah. which was pretty popular, and then I revealed who the people behind Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez were, you know, the puppeteers pulling the strings. Yeah. And that was a revelation to people because I think everybody kind of knew that she wasn't coming up with her own stuff. Yeah, I think
0: somebody had to be behind her because she right. seemed too dumb to do it on her own. <laughs> yeah, well sometimes
1: <laughs> she says things that are unbelievably yeah, stupid. But then sometimes she says these little you know, idiosyncratic things about history or especially civil rights history and you think, how does she know that? Yeah. You know, and I just, there was this weird disconnect with people, and people wanted to know, you know, who's feeding her this information, and, and I think that that's why that video was so
0: How popular. did, uh, so does Hollywood know you're doing this now? And has oh, it affected you, affect know, you, know you in
1: action? Well, no, I mean, I just do YouTube full-time now. The oh, YouTube okay. channel blew up so big that now I just do YouTube. But, oh, okay. but uh, you know what's weird, man? Part of the reason I started my channel was to talk to leftists about... You know, there's this idea on the left that every conservative, every Republican is a straight white man and they're all racists, you know? And I thought, I've never met, I'm I'm from Oregon, right? I've never met a racist. I've never met a racist. How many racists can there be if I've never met one? So I thought, okay, I got to make clear to people that Republicans are basically just ordinary folks with like a different political philosophy. So that was a lot of the reason why I started my show. But what I found was, leftists just will not watch conservative content. Yeah. So no, nobody in Hollywood knows who I am because <laughs> wow. none of them are watching conservative. So there are a couple of people that have secretly reached out to me, bigger names, you know, people in Hollywood that you may know, you may not, but are at least associated with with right. the big stuff. And they've said yes, yeah, secretly, but don't tell anybody. But yeah, I watch your show and stuff. And Amazing. That's, kinda, that's really cool. Yeah.
0: So do they really believe that white people are racist in Hollywood or? They pretended to believe it
1: to save the jobs. Well, that's the big question now, right? Because the left has gotten so crazy yeah. with Antifa, Black Lives Matter, all this craziness that a lot of people that I know who were strong leftists or who essentially are strong leftists, I mean, in terms of the basic policies of the left, yeah. but they're going to vote for Trump this year because, right. because they're just like, if the left's, had, gone, the left's yeah. gone mental. You yeah know. so I do think that's changing that's shifting. There's a lot of secret conservatives now, or not conservatives necessarily, but Trump supporters, people who are shifting a little bit more right in Hollywood, but yeah, you can't say it you yeah. can't say it i'm I, I'm a part of some groups out here in, in Hollywood. you meet people occasionally right
0: I think it's more than what we imagine now because of the rioting and the looting and destruction that's happening in America, and especially the attack upon white people. Yeah. So I think quietly, a lot of people are going to vote for the president, but not tell anyone.
1: Exactly. Yeah, that's my th- Yeah, that's my thought as well. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so how did you, before you tell me about this Alexander Cortez information you have, how did you find, are you able to say how you found out about who was the of her strength?
1: Yeah, actually I got really lucky because at the time I had just gone to CPAC. I think it was 2018. Yeah. Just gone to CPAC, and I just asked around people, you know, who do you think it is? Because they're, they're in Washington. They kind of maybe have a little bit more of a sense. I asked some senators and stuff. And somebody gave me a name of this guy, um, Saikat Chakrabarty. Mm. So I had the name of her, like her, I think it was her campaign manager or something. And so I looked up everything I could on him. I watched every YouTube video. I read every article. And one of the videos that they had produced, this organization called, um, oh, what was it? It was... Uh, well, it was a brand new Congress, and then it was something, I can't remember the other thing. It's a long time ago I made this video. Right. Uh, they put out a video talking about how they had sent, sent out a casting call for people to basically become Congress congressmen that they would then control the platform of. Wow. So they would set the platform for the congressman. The idea of brand new Congress was to put in all socialists into Congress instead of the people that were there currently. Right. So if there was a moderate Democrat or what they would call an establishment Democrat, they would primary them and try to get in one of their more far left socialist people and they would set the agenda. And they talk in this video, they put this video out and they talk about it like they're proud of it. Like, oh yeah, yeah, you don't you do not do any of your own policy, right, we do all your policy for you. Wow. And she's like, yeah, oh yeah. You know, Amazing. It's, it was crazy, yeah. And, and they had just put that out like about the same time I was trying to do a video researching it. So they just, fed me everything I needed, and I just kind of popularized that video.
0: And so is it her campaign manager behind her or someone else? It's...
1: <laughs> so there's a guy behind him. At first I thought it was... Um, at first I thought it was a Young Turks guy, uh, Cenk Uger. Oh, yeah. I thought it was Cenk Uger because Cenk Uger was going on his show all the time saying that he had started this group, right, that... that uh, brought AOC up and you know, helped her become the Congresswoman. And they did, they, they, they helped out. But it wasn't really his brainchild so much. He kind of presented it as if it was, but right. it wasn't. Okay. It was really this guy named Zach Axley. And uh, I, I now send him messages on Twitter sometimes. So, <laughs> <laughs> he, he hi, Zach. I don't know how much he likes being uh, called out. He's, he's a very good political operator, but n- very few people know who he is. Um, he used to work for a Soros' organization. Oh. I don't know how connected he is to that. Right. Uh, anybody can make their own guesses about that. But he, I think he, this is his own kind of thing. This brand new Congress thing was his own idea. And he brought in Saikot Psycho- Chakrabarti Sh- and the two of them, I think, together, along with uh, another guy whose name I forgot. I didn't know we were going to be talking about this, otherwise I would have uh, oh, okay. re re-watched my video. Yeah. I forgot about all this stuff. I understand stuff. how that can happen. But, but anyway, yeah, they brought up AOC, and she, she's, I think that they've more or less disconnected now. She's kind of her own thing, which is, I don't think, I think that's why we don't hear about, hear from, from AOC quite as much anymore.
0: I noticed that calmed out. I thought yeah. it was due to, to the uh, upcoming election that she got quiet. I think it's because
1: Sycott left her, yeah. her oh, organization. Okay.
0: Yeah. It's, um, uh, Alexander, is she Hispanic or something? Is she white or what is she? I think she's of Puerto Rican ancestry. I think. Oh, something like that. I think. And so this guy that was doing all this behind the scenes, is he
1: a white guy? <laughs> Saikai Chakrabarty is, uh, is, I think, Indian. Oh. But uh, but certainly uh, Zach Exley is, is white. He's wow. about as white as he can He's a white leftist. Yeah. So
0: what do they want? Do they really want to turn America into a socialist society or just something else going on?
1: Zach Exley would not say that he is... Um, like a Marxist in the traditional sense, he, right. he would he would disagree with that, um, but I think that's because sometimes people don't, don't like to classify themselves in ways that are sort of easily dismissible. Mm-hmm. So, but I do think that his politics essentially align with you know Marxism.
0: Oh, yeah. amazing! Yeah. Did they get angry at you for exposing this? Do you remember?
1: Oh yeah, I mean, uh, Buzzfeed did a hit piece on me, uh, Snopes <laughs> did a hit piece on me, uh, Young Turks did a hit piece on me. Wow. Yeah, yeah, they all they all tried to discredit it. They said cuz I used the word actress uh, as a kind of, you know, just a provocative title. Right. Um, I said, you know, AOC isn't really a congresswoman, she's basically just an actress, right? And you know, there's a metaphor. Right. I don't really mean she's like right. on the stage performing. You know, if I say a puppet, you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to debunk that by saying, "Look, She's not made of wood and, and felt. She's not a puppet. She's a regular human being. Right. Well, yeah, of course, a puppet is a, is being used as a metaphor. The word's yeah. being used as a metaphor. Same with the word actress. But they debunked that claim essentially by trying to say that well, she wasn't in films and television shows.
0: Very good, man. <laughs> Does um, uh, Did you get any threats or anything about this? No. Oh, no, okay. I
1: never really got threats. I mean, there was some harassment. Like, I definitely... Right. I, I went on to debate a guy, I forget his name, Destiny. He's this guy that he's got well, a big following. Yeah. Man, his fans are the most obnoxious people. They go <laughs> on the internet and they start putting up all this like stuff online about yeah. you and stuff. And yeah. I'm like, what are you guys doing? I yeah. mean, not all of them. I'm sure some of them are perfectly nice people. But he's got some vicious people that go around and like hack different sites and... Put your names on things, and you got to go in and try to clean things up on the yeah. internet afterwards. Like I would never debate him again. I don't want anything. Asso- I don't want to associate with that guy because his <laughs> fans are crazy.
0: Yeah,
1: you know, you, you can't associate with certain people uh, in the in the work that we do, which you have to learn the hard way. But and it's not necessarily because of them. I don't think he's that bad of a guy, but his fans are your crazy. Fans there, you yeah. got you got to be careful who you're <laughs> dealing with uh, yeah. in this business. That's for sure.
0: I want to ask <laughs> you. Uh, oh, let me. I was, wanted to start out with this. Did you watch the Vice President of debate last of night. Of course.
1: And who won? <laughs> oh, Mike Pence won. And why do you, why you say that? Well, I, you know, it's it's kind of funny. It's hard to assess it for me. I feel like because I have a very specific perspective. Yeah. Right. I know about most of these issues. Uh, you know, I know any little reference I get. Right. But the vast majority of Americans don't. The yeah. vast majority of Americans they're watching it, and they're just thinking, do I like this person? Do I dislike this person? Right. So I feel like the best assessment of the result of a debate is just to say who came across like looking better, right? And I really do think Pence came across looking like the adult in the room. Yeah, that's With for But Cam- sure. Campbell looked very shrill and very smug. Yeah, he sure did. And that's what a lot of my viewers said, but I, I don't think it's just conservatives that thought that. I think Because no. I put together a little clips reel afterwards that you can find on my channel. And I, I compiled a bunch of moments where she was just like, I'm talking. I'm oh, talking, yeah. <laughs> you know, or she'll just give this look like, you know, and it's just this very yeah, nasty nastiness. Like this morning, you know? too.
0: I think that she thought that she was going to go black woman on him, and since he's a white man, that right. he was going to be a Christian, soft little white guy. He's going to look too bland afraid to light. speak up to her and deal with her. You might I, be right, I but she's not black. But well, she she's in right? she is right. She does now.
1: pretend she, <laughs> she throws on a little bit of that black voice. To yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and then she always says, Oh, I came from a poor, humble, whatever, yeah. a black woman and I succeeded in America and my mama worked hard and slavery has she always acted as though she was this poor, innocent black girl that went through a hard time of slavery in America.
1: I know it, and she and her father was like a university professor. Her yeah. mother was a research scientist. Yeah, like she did okay. She did, man. I don't think she came from like, a, and her actually her ancestor, a great 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 grandfather, I think, was a major slave owner in Jamaica. Yeah, I heard about that. Hamilton Brown, I think his name was. Amazing. Yeah. A slave owner. Yeah, she's she's got that white guilt, even though she's not. I was really <laughs> surprised
0: that Mike Pence won because I had never seen him speak a lot. And I just thought mm. he was going to be one of those nice Christians. Yeah, and I was worried about that too. Yeah, I thought he, she was going to run all over him. I love yeah. Mike
1: Pence. I've seen him do speeches. He's amazing. And he's also always very noble. He's yeah. always got this sort of um, integrity yeah. to him. So I, I knew he'd come across well. I just didn't know if he'd come across as too boring. But he, he put the hammer down a couple of times. He did, man. The, the, my favorite moment, he goes, uh, you know, the whole, your whole plan for dealing with coronavirus Looks a lot like our plan. Yeah, I know. He's like it looks it looks like uh what was the word? Uh yeah, you know, when you're copying somebody he, else's Um
0: What's that word?
1: Plagiar. Oh thank Plagiar. you, thank you. Yeah, he's yeah. like he's like uh it looks a lot like plagiarism. I think that's something that he was, like, Joe, he Joe Biden that. knows a little bit about, you yeah. know. Amazing. <laughs>
0: I love that moment. I'm sure Pence's wife went home and made a nice dinner for him. It was
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He so, seems like he's got a good family, yeah.
0: Are you afraid to speak up to
1: black people, disagree with them and... You know, what's really funny is, uh, I guess because I grew up in Oregon where there isn't a lot of black people, yeah. but the black people that do exist, like that I would go to school with, they're not any culturally different than me. So it wasn't like I was in a city where there was a sort of division right. culturally between the black and the white people. Yeah. Black people and white people were essentially the same where I, where I was from. Uh, and, I re- and I never really got on board with the African-American thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're like, oh, you got to say African-American? Yeah, no. I'm like, that's well, too I'm many bad. syllables. Black is good. That's like, right. I'm white, you're black, we're, cu- we're good. We're yes, both good. Right. It's about respect. It's not about the words that you use. It's stupid. So I remember once, this is probably like in 2005 or something. I was sitting in. I was in a public place and I said the word black about somebody. <laughs> and this black guy turns around and he goes, he was from France. He was from France. He goes, "Oh, you must have uh, a, a black friends." A r- random guy. I didn't know the guy. We eventually became friends. But <laughs> I go, "Why? Why you say that?" He goes, "Because you do not say uh, African American. You <laughs> say black, like a black person." And he made a really good point, which I hadn't thought about. He goes, "He goes, no, no black people say African American. He goes, black people say black. Yeah. White people say African American." <laughs> Amazing. I thought, you know, that's really true. Yeah. Uh, no, you. You need to be able to criticize everybody. Everybody. It, it's disrespectful not to. Yeah. If I'm, if I'm going to say, oh, oh, you're, you're too delicate. You're too delicate, Jesse Lee Peterson, for me to be able to criticize anything about you. Yeah. To me, that's disrespectful. It is, man. It makes me sick. I, I don't want to see any black kid growing up in a situation that's bad because white people were afraid to criticize the culture that he's yeah. grown up in. You know, you got to be able to point to problems with it. every they group and say, this is, let's fix this, you know. That's right. You're, you know, these, within every group, you got good people, and you got bad people. And you want to help the good people, and you want to kind of deal with the bad people. Yeah. That's with white culture, that's with black culture, that's with Hispanics, everybody. So and to deal- not recognize that, to me, is, is just tragic.
0: So dealing with black people in L.A. is different than dealing with black people in Oregon. What
1: part yeah. of Oregon are you from? I'm from Salem, which is oh, the yeah. capital city, but it's a relatively small city. Yeah,
0: I've been there. I lived in Grass Pass for a
1: while. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had relatives in Grass Pass. Yeah, yeah. And so place. I know exactly
0: what it is. Yeah. Um, so do you deal with the blacks in L.A., too?
1: Yeah, I mean, um, well, I'm friends with, like, Major Williams. Uh, you know Major Williams probably. He's running for, I think he's oh, running yeah, for governor. Oh, yeah, out of Pasadena. Yeah, yeah he's I mean, out of Pasadena. He was running yeah. for... And, uh, um, yeah, I have I've I those used to, are I used not to park really cars. I used to park cars. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's not real black people in this sense. I'm, yeah, he's really black. He's really no, black. No, he is, I know him. Uh, I have another good friend who's from Jamaica, though, so he's not really black in the sense that he's not American black. <laughs> Who is that? Oh, what the hell What's is that? his
0: name? Oh, you said from
1: Jamaica. He's from Jamaica. Oh, OK, OK. Jamaica. He's have one of my best d- friends. I can't think of his name.
0: Have you ever dated a black woman? I,
1: ha- I have not, but I hate that question. Why? And I'll tell you why. Uh, Have you ever dated an old Asian guy? Not yet. Then you must be racist. I am. (laughs) But but see, because people ask that as if as if because I did. Okay, for the record, I would date a black girl. I've met many very stunningly beautiful, amazing black women. Really? Where? Joel and I want to go over there. But but here's the thing, not every white guy would, right? And not right. every black guy would date white girls and not every Asian guy would date Hispanics. You know, different people have different tastes. And it's not that they're It's not that they're necessarily I mean, exclusive, it's just that they that's not yeah, their type. You that's know? Right. And I respect that I'll, you know. Me too. I respect taste. Yeah. And and so if somebody doesn't want to date a black girl, you know, that might just be their preference. That's right. That does not indicate racism. I, don't wanna, I also don't want to date old Asian dudes. That's right. And the reason <laughs> I ask
0: you that because normally white people don't speak up to black people.
1: They're afraid right. to. Yeah, no, no, no. That's, so, that's tragic. That's the worst thing.
0: And then the white guys who are married to black or dating black girls, they're get beat up by the black woman. <laughs> they're like, Beta.
1: <laughs> I have a few fr- few white friends that are, are married to black women. Oh, man. You and, pray and, for and, them, and, but mom. they're very good women. They're very good people. No, Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, come on, man. You're going to get us in trouble here. No, no, they, they're really good people. Well, really those guys people. must really be licking boots. <laughs> no, no. They, these women are very, very good people. I want to interview them. Uh, yeah, I'll, I can give you the name of one of them. My, my buddy uh, Jason, he's in Miami. Uh, his wife, I think, she's also Jamaican. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Jamaica, even worse. No, no, no. She's a fantastic person. Yeah, she's great. You're not married to she's her. Caribbean. She's Caribbean. I don't know if she's from Jamaica. I have to ask him.
0: The reason I asked him because you exposed Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. And um, in one of your recent videos, um, most people, especially white people, are afraid to deal with Black Lives Matter. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. And you exposed who was behind them and yes. all that good yeah. stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about that. If well, yeah, I mean, they're, they have, they're, they're a Marxist organization. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, there's a guy named Eric Mann who's part of the Weather Underground, right? Weather Underground was a terrorist group in like the 60s. Yeah. They opposed the Vietnam, but they also um, basically just called white people pigs, and <laughs> I mean, they, they were white, which is really funny. <laughs> there's a bunch of white people, you know. What did the guy who gripped her with Obama or something,
0: right? When he first started out... Yeah, he, Bill Ayers had some yeah, kind of an Bill, association
1: yeah. with Obama. Bill Ayers was like the head of the Weather Underground. Yeah. But, but I don't know how actually how well connected they ever were. They just both were like in Chicago. Oh, okay. Um, I, I don't actually think that, that Obama had any kind of close connection with Weather Underground. That was just kind of one of those weird controversies that come out, you know, when somebody finds an association, they think, oh, maybe there's something there. I'm not sure that was a really significant. If I
0: remember correctly, Sean Hannity from
1: Fox, I think when Obama first started running...
0: He exposed mm. a he exposed lot of that. The, Sean Hannity's that. great, man. He, yeah, he exposed he a lot of good stuff.
1: Yeah. Uh, but this actually is a real connection. So the, the head of Black Lives Matter is named Patrice Khan Cullors. I'm sure, sure you've heard of her.
0: Oh, yeah. And, uh, I've had it on
1: my show. Oh, have you really? She put a tail between a lace and ran. Oh, yeah. I what can I, imagine she, facing you. Yeah, she, <laughs> <laughs> people, she, don't, people don't expect real arguments right. from the right. Because yeah. they have, there's two, everybody should know this, there's two conservative philosophies. There's the real conservative philosophy that we share based on Christian values. And then there is the straw man uh, political philosophy of the right, which is what the left tells all of their, you know, or sorry, you know, what like the left wing media will tell their viewers, this is what the right believes, you know, and it's just a complete fabrication. Everything's wrong. So if you grow up with this mentality that this is what the right believes and somebody on the right gives you the real stuff. Yeah. You're not prepared for that. That's and that's right. why I think a lot of times you kind of throw people off their game. It Every time I watch you, you know. You're <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. And so who was this guy behind her? Behind Black so Black. the guy's name is Eric Mann. He was part of the Weather Underground. And he has this very radical philosophy. In, in 19, I think it was 26 or something, 1922, something like that. In the 1920s, um, there was a group from um, the USSR. They had this meeting called uh, Comintern, Communist International. The idea was to spread communism throughout the world, um, not through war, but just through you know, convincing people, sending people into America to infiltrate in other places. Right. And what they figured out was in America, we don't, have, um, we don't have a class hierarchy that is stratified enough. So the best way, they thought, a good way to get into America and to divide the country and create turmoil because the Marxist philosophy is always revolution. You want the people to be so suffering that there's some kind of revolution that like destroys the country and then out of that emerges Marxist, um, a new Marxist state, right? Because that's what happened with Russia with yeah. the Bolshevik re- revolution. Yeah. And so with America, they knew they couldn't do it with a class structure like they did in Russia. So they thought, well, what we can do is we can divide it by race because there's some racial tension already, you know? because obviously we yeah. come out of slavery. Originally. I totally agree, man. So they were like, okay, let's, piss off the black people, make yeah. them hate the white people, create a lot of tension, and then maybe there'll be like a race war. So they wanted to sort of devastate the country using a race war. And that has been the Marxist philosophy ever since the, You know, that plan Im- emerged. Then you have obviously uh, the Germans that came over, infiltrated the universities, and they, they I mean, the universities became very Marxist, and they, all of these different Marxist groups eventually fed off of each other and created what we now see as like Black Lives Matter and Antifa. Yeah. And this woman, uh, Patrice uh, Con colors she, her mentor was this guy, Eric Mann, part of the, uh, the Weather Underground. And their Maybe. philosophy was, yeah, terrorism, create turmoil, burn stuff down, and now that is obviously the methods of Black Lives Matter. Yeah. And so she got all that from them. So this guy, this white guy, you know, trained the woman who created Black Lives Matter. So it essentially comes out of that. It comes out of like a white tradition. Black Lives Matter is is not really doesn't really come from like a grassroots effort out of black the black community.
0: They admitted that they were Marxist. Yeah, yeah, she admitted
1: that. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's what kind of led me down this trail. They
0: literally admitted. I was surprised that
1: they said it out loud. It's 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 changed. It used to be that this is all quiet. Yeah. That, but that's old school left. Yeah. New school left is shout it out loud. Be proud of it. You know, be proud of all this crazy these crazy ideas, you know.
0: Why are so many people afraid of them?
1: I don't I think it's Especially because it's a new people. thing. I think it's a new thing. Oh, I, um, I I think for a long time uh, for a long time people didn't uh, admit their intentions. Right? Um, let, let, let me tell you what I think the biggest problem with the black community is in America. Yes. The, the biggest problem that black people have in America, the reason why you have, I think, that you have um, a lot of poor black Americans, right, what they say disproportionately poor, is that uh, it's common in the black community to be racist against white people. And this is encouraged.
0: That's right. If you're not, you get in trouble with the black for not being racist.
1: And you get in trouble with white leftists. That's yeah. the really crazy know, thing. Sure white is. leftists encourage black people in America. Yeah. To, I don't blame the black community. I don't blame all these black people that are racist against white people. They have been encouraged for decades to be racist yeah. against white people. And this really hurts black people. Yeah. You know, and, and, yeah. and so I'm, I try to talk about this on my show. I don't reach a lot of, you know, leftists on my show, but I would like to be able to, because I think if we could fix that and, and things like that, then then we could actually get along a lot better and, and be happy. Absolutely. But, the, you know, people are definitely convinced that black people have a right to hate white people, that white people are guilty of all this stuff, even though, you know, you might not yeah. be racist, but other white people that looked like you a hundred <laughs> years ago were, so therefore, you're bad also. Amazing. And people believe all this stuff. And so then we've been kind of conditioned that anytime anybody takes a position that's like, Pro black people and anti white people—that they're good somehow. Yeah, and that's not good. I think you should be pro everybody. That's right. Be be pro good people. Be be anti bad people. Don't be pro black, pro white. You know, whatever. That's silly. What would it take to stop Black Lives Matter? Oh, just I think just education. I I think they're stomping themselves, right? Because the more aggressive these groups become. the more people recognize this is not a good organization. And the more people know they're Marxist, the more people know they're radical. And this stuff all will eventually, because they're so, like you said, they're very proud of it. They they talk about it. So people are going to figure out who they are, what their actual motivations and intentions are. They're seeing the results. You know, you can't see somebody like murder somebody in the street or burn down a building and think, oh, that's, oh. (laughs) You know, people do recognize it. And eventually people are, are waking up. I mean, you saw the NBA had like the worst... Ever, you know, um, ratings. Nobody's watching the NBA anymore.
0: They should not watch that while they're doing that. I um, had this woman caller callers on my show, and I asked her about capitalism, uh-huh. and she freaked out and ran.
1: It is weird that these people they don't they don't recognize the historical, you know, what's happened historically yeah. with 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 Marxism. That it's so devastating. What do you think about all this stuff they're
0: teaching white people and other and? children about white privilege white people (laughs) are the scum of the earth white privilege you are racist
1: simply because you're white yeah that's rough man that is a rough thing to teach people how do you deal with that you know i don't know because it's look if you live if you live a life where you're a white person and you're lower middle class or poor, like I grew up pretty poor. Like we, you know, all my clothes were from goodwill. I thought goodwill.
0: you were white privilege.
1: Yeah, I thought so too. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, my parents got everything. It's funny. I'll see these memes uh, from Mexican culture, like from my Mexican friends. They'll put up like, uh, you know, this this, uh, this was a hot dog bun, a hamburger bun, a this, a that, and it's just a piece of white bread, you know? Right. And I'm like... That was my family. You know, like, and it, I, I relate to the, this sort of like Mexican culture of these like jokes about being poor and stuff right. like that. I'm like, yeah, that was my life right. growing up. The, and I'll tell you what. Like, I was privileged though. I consider myself privileged, but I, I consider myself privileged because I'm an American, yep. not because I'm white. That's right. Uh, if you look at like the poorest, I think the poorest 20% of Americans actually use more goods and services than like, the average <laughs> European. Which is, you know, another first world region, another yeah. developed region of the world, and it's bizarre how rich we are. We we just we have no gratitude for that. We have yeah. no real perspective because people spoil. just don't suffer enough, right. and there's no real way to I think to inject that kind of experience into somebody's brain. Like you grow up as privileged as we we grow up here in America, even if we're not rich.
0: Right.
1: Just people just don't recognize how much suffering they could be experiencing, and so they think oh, this is a little bit unfair for this. and I always say, I always say this when people talk about how black people were oppressed historically in America. <laughs> I agree that this has happened, of course. I mean, we all recognize that. I don't. Okay. <laughs> I'll I debate don't. you on that. I'll debate you I on that. I don't recognize it. But here's my, ba- here's my and balance. I grew
0: up on, as you know, I guess you know, yeah. I grew up on a plantation under the Jim Crow laws. I remember for color, yeah. song and all that. I never thought of black people as being
1: oppressed. Mm. At that and time, you felt like no one ever were said
0: it. Black sense. people were decent, they were getting married, no children out of the wetlock, very few. If a black woman got pregnant out of the she would go into hiding. But they were poor. I didn't think of it as
1: poor. <laughs> but you know, that's a tin a really, house. That's an amazing picture. Outdoors toilet, work the cotton field. Have you ever worked the cotton field? No, I've worked strawberry, strawberries and what were the other things? Strawberries and a couple other vegetables and well, stuff. I gotta take Mainly you to strawberries. Strawberries is tough. I don't <laughs> like picking strawberries. We pick strawberries <laughs> but, in order. But
0: I didn't, the po- the whole point is, there was nothing about being poor no. or or white people holding
1: us back. No conversation like that at all. You know what I call that? I call that dignified poor, because and I see this in Eastern Europe. If you ever go to Eastern Europe, you'll see people and like the towns. It's just all dirt roads. Yeah. You know, all like kind of crappy little houses and stuff. Yeah. But if you go into the house of like an old Bulgarian lady. For instance, right? Everything is meticulous. Yeah. She's got like an old rag that she's used That's for ten right. years, but it's perfectly folded. You know, she, she takes care of all of her stuff. Yeah. It's beautiful, right? She's like dignified. She's a very dignified person. Yes. She's got integrity, even though she doesn't have maybe a lot of that money. Yeah, so true, man. And I just, I have, so, I love that. I love to, 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 see somebody like that because I have so much more respect for them than I have for the kid that just, uh, you know, plays PlayStation all day in his parents' basement. His place looks like hell. He grew up with everything, yeah. and he has no respect, and granted, we're, we're not as clean right. as the women. But, right. You
0: know. So was I poor? What's that? Was I poor growing up? I, I don't know. Because I lived in that environment, in a little tin roof house. Well, financially outdoors, maybe. Bathroom. Financially maybe. I
1: never went hungry. But, but you weren't we, poor in we spirit, in you weren't poor in your head. Right. And I think that there's a big difference there, you know, with, with people. It with, is. You know, if you're homeless, since a lot of these homeless, they choose to be homeless. They don't want to work. Right. You're right. But they have access to a lot of resources. Yeah. They may have more access to resources than you do. <laughs> Too much. I mean, look at it like this. If you have an iPhone or you have a smartphone, you have access to more entertainment than the kings of, you know, two or three hundred years ago. That's right. You are wealthier than almost anyone in history, even if you're like a homeless person with a with a cell phone. Yeah. It's bizarre. It it's is. a bizarre time we live in. We're so wealthy. We don't even... But I never knew I was poor. Mm-hmm. I didn't even... Th- I, even when I look back
0: on it, I don't think of it as being poor. Yeah. And, and and poor compared to what you know right. what I'm saying my family bought land they my grandfather worked the plantation yeah. and just i just never thought of it as being poor yeah
1: well there's clearly no way to to get yourself out of that situation i mean you're obviously still in terrible shape you know that's right hungry <laughs> hungry <laughs>
0: the most hated men on this earth on this side of heaven are the straight white conservative yeah. Christian men.
1: They uh, hate it. It's weird, right? Yeah, it is. It's, it's like racism's okay again.
0: That's right. And so, <laughs> does that bother you at all to walk around oh, yeah. as a white man knowing that you hate it? Especially now since you can be attacked at any point and
1: knowing yeah, you, know I mean, you hate it. This guy got shot si- in the head in, in Portland yeah. uh, for being with the, on the, with the wrong group. You yeah. know? I mean, maybe you could say that was more politically motivated, but he probably <laughs> wouldn't have got shot if he was black. And so, do you walk around with any fear, or do you look around? Or? I don't know about I don't know about fear. Uh, a little bit, yeah. I mean, if I'm if I'm in downtown, especially if I'm with Valeria. If I'm with Valeria, she'll get yelled at a lot. If she's alone, like she stopped walking around downtown alone. My bad. Because in downtown, there's a lot of poor people. They're mostly black, uh, homeless, yeah. and they'll yell at her like rich white girl. They, really? She gets a lot of harassment. I don't get as much harassment because I look, even though I'm. I don't look that tough. Right. As a guy, there's always this thought in people's heads like, well, if I cause too much trouble, I might get my nose broken. Yeah. You know, so guys, we, we, we don't, <laughs> even <laughs> if we're feeling a little rambunctious, we do keep our mouths shut a little bit if it's another guy. But if, if the guy seems very weak, you know, you can maybe harass him. But...
0: Yeah. What's important to you?
1: In, in the world? To you, period. What's important to you? You know what? I, you know what? I'll tell you what's important to me. I want people to be happy and respected and respectful, and it's, it's very strange. When you grow up, you want things to be exciting. You want to have adventures, you know, and I still like that. I still want to go traveling. I still want to experience new cultures and stuff like that. Yeah. But after you, get, you do some exciting things, you meet some girls, you, you go on some trips, you have kind of an exciting life a little bit, you get that out of your system. You, you do recognize what's important in life. And what's important in life are the sort of pleasant things, the, 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 the good as opposed to the evil. When you live through traumas and you see horrible things happen to people, you, you think there needs to be a balance between having an exciting, fun life and having a life in which there is some degree of you know, the avoidance of trauma and tragedy. Yeah. And that seems to me th- that allowed me to recognize the things about, say, the Christian faith that were so valuable, right? because when you're a kid, you don't really care that much about church and stuff. You think church is boring. Yes. But you don't know why the, you know these teachings are so valuable until you get a little bit older. Like the Sermon on the Mount, to me, is like my favorite Christian teaching,
0: Yeah.
1: all, all the stuff within the, the, the Sermon on the Mount, and this idea that, uh, to me, all that stuff is to make you happy in your own mind with your own self and be confident. I always say that people need, in order to be confident, you've got to recognize your, your shortcomings, which most people, I think, or a lot of people do. But you've also got to recognize your value.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and uh, people tend to fall into two camps. Either people that just recognize their value and don't think about their shortcomings. <laughs> I'm awesome. Or, <laughs> or I know. people who think, oh, I'm yeah. the worst. And they just look at their shortcomings. Yeah. And to be a confident person in the world, to go out and be successful and have great friends and have a happy life and all this stuff, you really have to have a balance of both. What the Swedes call lagom. Yeah. which is like balance or being measured. And so you do have to have a balance between what's exciting in life and fun. And I think we all kind of yearn for that a little bit, which I always say traveling is the best way to do that. You've yeah. got to experience different cultures. You've got to meet different people, have respect for everybody, and have um, but then also try to maintain some sense of security, which becomes more important to you with, when you love somebody and you have people in your life.
0: Would your you... Um, uh should men and women who are not married have sex out of wedlock?
1: Oh, uh, I think definitely not. But but here's the problem with that. That's not a realistic expectation anymore, I don't think.
0: What do you mean? <clears throat> Would it's, you ever have sex out of wedlock?
1: That's a very personal question, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> Are so you're a Christian, right? Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you something, Justin. I'll you tell didn't you a secret a that not a lot of people know. You you're ready for this? What? I am married. I got married. You were married? The, this woman outside here is my wife. Oh, that's your wife out there? Yeah. yeah oh, I thought yeah. I was like someone maybe working with you. My, my assistant. Yeah, yeah. She looks very young. Uh, okay. She's very young. And but that's you why, would never have sex out of wetland. That's why you got no. married? Right, right. Well, but, but, okay. Historically, I have not been a perfect Christian man. What would you been? I've been an imperfect Christian man. Like, how? Uh, you know, I, I've had girlfriends. Ooh. Yeah. I've had Would you want to have a sex with them? Hi, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, let's get back to Antifa. <laughs> uh, look, you know, you're, you're a guy, you live in LA, you live in New York, you're traveling, you meet girls. Uh, you know, things happen. Things happen that maybe, you know, maybe you don't expect to happen. This is uncomfortable, <laughs> this is kind of uncomfortable, uh, uh, but look, here, here's, the th- here's, what I, here's my philosophy about sex outside of marriage kind of thing. I don't know how, I mean, how, does the Bible talk about this a lot? It's, it's only like a little bit, they're kind of hinted at here and there. I think for the most part, people kind of get fixated on this because of cultural norms. In the Victorian era, women were very protected, right? Actually, in Muslim cultures, a lot women are protected this way. Right, it's this conservative idea that we need to protect and preserve the purity of women. Right. And I really actually like that. Yep. And the reason I like that is because in my experience, and this is completely a secular sort of just, you know, um, uh, pers- my perspective, like what I've seen, my experience in life, right. men, if you're going to sleep with a woman, most of the time, unless you really love her or care about her, uh, you're done with her, right? You're, you're done. Right. You're like, okay, mission accomplished. Yeah, I'm out. That's right. Women have the opposite effect a lot of times. Yeah, Women, right. once they get the guy in bed, they're like, I'm in love. Yeah. That's it. It's yeah. over. I'm gonna marry this guy. And man, as, you know? as soon
0: as he finishes smoking survey, I go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And she's yeah.
1: Like, yeah. 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 I got to get up in the morning. I'm yeah. out of here. So, so you got this. You got this sort of like very different situation, where almost, not almost every time, but a lot of the time, a significant number of the time. If a guy and a girl don't know each other, meet, hook up, spend the night together, the guy leaves the next day, never calls her back, you've got a, a, like a mini trauma there. Absolutely. Especially if the girl's very innocent, especially yeah, if she's absolutely. very young. Yeah. Then you've got a situation where the girl is devastated and that she might be traumatized for years after that because yeah. of this experience. And this has become just common now. This is just now the normal. Like, this happens just like every woman now. Yeah. And I think this is terrible. I think that we should discourage women from, from doing this without, Absolutely. you know, because I do think it hurts, I tell women the culture hurts women. Yeah, I tell them to draw a line and don't let the guy cross that line. And a lot of these women who go out and they scream about how women need to be able to be like men and just have sex with whomever they want yeah. and it doesn't really matter and this kind of thing, what you find is when these women tell the stories about their own lives they've had some kind of like deeply traumatic sexual experience yeah. and it seems to me like when they're very promiscuous and they're having sex with like 100 guys or something it's often because they're trying to escape that first traumatic experience they're that looking earlier from their father's love so let me ask that too that too
0: you were a slut maker before you got married no i wouldn't <laughs> say that
1: jeez that is a hell of a way to put it <laughs> a slut maker good lord <laughs> I was. Uh, did, did you know I, that men who have
0: sex before marriage are slap makers and women <laughs> who have sex are sluts? I, you know,
1: okay, there's two kinds of guys who date a lot of women. Right. Did you date a lot? You look like a guy I was that skin- a lot I used to be women. very skinny. I used to be very fit. Right. right? I got fat because I was doing YouTube. And, and, and you got, got married. And I got married. Yeah, that's true actually. That, that messed me up as well. Congratulations, by the way. Thank, thank you. I didn't know you were married. She, she, she's, she's got a very good metabolism. She's Russian. Oh, okay. So she can eat just like pancakes every morning, she's good. Is she white? Yeah, she's Russian. So make some white babies, right? We need white babies. <laughs> they will be white, a incidentally. A truckload of white babies. <laughs> okay, we'll have a truckload. Because load.
0: white people come in a minority. I don't know minority. if going to
1: agree to that. Don't
0: tell her to make we need white babies. <laughs> okay. Because right. white people come in a minority, and the people are taking over. You don't want that to happen.
1: Well, I'll tell you what, I, I, I do think that this is this is sort of like the concern of the white nationalists. Right? My concern, too. And, and I think it's a legitimate concern. Because not, you have hate it. You hate what? what they hate white people. And some so they some want to too. destroy the nation. Yeah. Certainly if you had racists become, you know, people who are racist against white people, uh, take power in America, that would obviously be a significant You It's to happen. But, but I, I don't know, man, like I, I think of this Africa. stuff is a lot more cultural than you do. You, you seem to like tie race and culture together too much. I, I don't actually do that. I don't think that's necessary. I
0: just see a bunch of angry black people
1: no. well, some are, who for are sure. blaming yeah. white folks. Your audio and, guy seems like a nice dude. And they adore him because he's 30% white. Oh, is that, all black people in America are 30%. They're, 20% is the average.
0: Well, then you need to tell them.
1: Yeah, it's true. You're not black. That's right. You're, you're, but you're I just wanna, like
0: me, guys. Sorry. Because of time, I want to ask this. So before you got married, you were a slut
1: maker. <laughs> okay, sure. I'm asking. I, I suppose you could say that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I would characterize yeah. it that way. But and let's did go you
0: know through. that the women that you were having sex with were slats? No, the, no I don't actually agree with this. Amber Rose would, would disagree with you. Yeah. You know who she is? No. Amber Rose? No. Oh, Amber Rose. Amber Rose, yeah. She's yeah. the one that do the slut make walk thing.
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well
0: she said that
1: she's proud to be a slut. Ain't <laughs> right. nothing right. wrong with being a slut. I probably wouldn't have dated her. Oh, you wouldn't give him the opportunity. I'm not sure if I would've yeah. I don't know any girl who 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 says, I'm proud of being I a know. slut. Thank you for letting me know, huh? I don't want you to <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's right. I'm
0: good. We're good. That's right. You know, maybe if I'm really drunk. <laughs> So, so should a male when you start dating? Should you wait until you get married to have sex?
1: As a man, men and women who date, I, I don't think me, I don't think it really matters for men that much. I, I think the reason that you would avoid, and I've done this many times, many, many. I would say the majority of the women that I've met in my life that I had the opportunity to sleep with, I did not sleep with. Right and the reason is because. It's a respect thing, right? I, ha- I I I want to have respect for women. I don't want to like if I know, for instance, I'm just going to get up the next morning and never probably call them again. To me, that's that's a bit rough, <laughs> you know. That's that's like I-, I I avoid that that kind of interaction. But g- growing up, you know, I-, I don't know what was it like for you when you were a kid, when you were real little, like when you're like 11, 12. Right. You you think this girl's cute or whatever. Right. Girls are a little bit scary, you know. I nowadays. Think- or I be, think for, when you're up, yeah, when you're like a little yeah, kid, yeah, you're right. I do w- Women are a little little scary. So there yeah. is a point in your yeah. life as a man when you have to develop the ability to approach women and to convince them to like you, right? To go out with you, to kiss you, whatever these right. kinds of things. And I think that if you, as a kid, if you become very good at that, if you, if you're like, oh, I can get girls, right? <laughs> it's kind of a sense of pride with guys. Yeah, we like that, and that eventually translates, at least with with I think most guys at least today, in if you can get girls to sleep with you, that's sort of like the ultimate, you know, you're conquering, you're yeah. the hunter, right? And I, I was kind of like that a little bit. I was, I was a little bit more like a hunter. I kind of, I like James Bond. I like that whole idea. So culturally, I think that there is this sort of infection that we get that like, well, this we makes tell you guys cool. Well, to
0: wait until you get married because women mm-hmm. are sex dealers and mm-hmm. men are sex addicts. Yeah. And the moment you have sex, you lose consciousness on what you're dealing with, and you mm-hmm. find yourself subject to her, and it become yeah. a mama and boy relationship. And then, if you have to break up, it's harder to break up because you're addicted to the sex. I don't think that's, that's that's
1: not true for me ever. That How long ever you been married? For me. Two years. Keep living. Keep living. <laughs> it's not quite two years, sweetheart. It was January of last year. Oh. So it was like a year and a half. I give you another year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think we'll be all right.
0: I gotta ask you this and I wanted to ask earlier. Uh you talked about black women uh-huh. and you said that black women are now calling some not, <laughs> call themselves call queens. Themselves queens. <laughs> 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 have you noticed this? Some people yeah. are like, oh this I has been going one. on for a long time. Yeah. But it's
1: only becoming sort of mainstream now. Yeah. It's only something that they we... call themselves queen. I'm like, what uh as a matter of course. Yeah. You know, not not as just like a for a specific reason or specific, right. it's like just generally like, I'm a queen. It's very weird. I'm like, I can think of many name to call you. <laughs> queen is not one. <laughs> well, some people were like, uh, she looks like a drag queen. Or, or some, <laughs> somebody was like, uh, she looks like a, maybe she was a welfare queen. You know? right. Like, is that due to people making jokes about it, but, huh? Is that due to low self-esteem or insecurity or something? I think so. There is an, you know, I've been trying to psychologically analyze why so many black people are racist. Racism yeah. against white people generally, and a lot of it has to do with education. You know, if like you went to my school when I was a kid, they would have said racism is evil, racism is bad. But I think if you go to a lot of schools that are predominantly black schools, you probably won't hear that. What I think you hear instead is, you know, what we're taught about white people when, when I went to school was white people were slave owners historically, white people were bad people essentially. I think you probably get the same thing in the black schools without, on top of that, saying but you should respect white yeah. culture, you should respect white people. You know, white people essentially invented everything. That's yeah. the thing I say that's probably the most controversial. They but it's true. You know. white, white culture has been fantastic for the whole world. Absolutely. And there's no gratitude for that. There's that's only nice. blame. And, I, and I, was saying, I was trying to say earlier, the way I tend to look at historical inequities or historical oppression, which you don't even agree, really, you don't acknowledge as much. But I do acknowledge it. But I say, look at this on balance. How many white men, how many white women fought for the rights of black people, fought to help black people, gave money to charities that supported black people. We talk about reparations sometimes. There's been an enormous amount of reparations. I mean, Too I mean much. It, uh, uh, I, you know, it's arguable how much, but it's, it's like millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars. It's like how much until we get to a point where we're like, okay, to me it's just like, yeah, there's been some bad white people. <laughs> okay. They're of course. Yeah. Of, of course. course they're bad any country. Before. Exactly. And but there's some great white people too. Yeah. And we it, the same thing to say, okay, well white people were slave owners, therefore all white people are bad. That's like saying, "Oh, some black yeah. guys rob liquor stores, so all black people are bad." I mean, it's ra- it's, it's all insane. racism. It's terrible and it makes the culture worse I for have, everyone.
0: I have proven there there's no such thing as racism, sexism, homophobiaism, Islamophobiaism. <laughs> there's, <Islamophobism, laughs> there's no such thing. <laughs> uh, uh anti semitism <laughs> sure. or white supremacy ism no isms no isms it's all made up do you know yeah. that when i was growing up i never heard the word racism at all it wasn't a thing until like the 50s it, or it was thing, started great, with the civil rights movement right. which should have never happened right the worst thing that ever happened to black people is the civil rights movement why, so was, i haven't heard you say this before what is the, i don't understand that Because prior to the Civil Rights Movement, black people thought for themselves, they Mm. did for themselves, they treated all people the way that they would like to be treated. Mm -hmm. They knew that, in Alabama, we knew that the Jim Crow law was from the Democratic Party because the Democrats didn't want blacks to be a part
1: of it. Um, Well, I have learned recently that that a lot of the Civil Rights Movement was infiltrated by these Marxists. Absolutely. We were Republicans prior to
0: the Civil Rights Movement, but what happened was, the Civil Rights Movement started, and the, the leaders of the Civil Rights Movement made a deal with the Democratic Party. We'll let you have the blacks for your votes uh-huh. if you let us be over them, control them. And so they became the leaders, and it's just been here. So you look
1: at it as almost sort of a sinister conspiracy between certain kinds of um, nefarious black leaders. Well, 100%. Yeah. But Martin Luther King, you respect Martin Luther King. I'm wondering
0: about him now, too, because oh, just, unless...
1: Come on, did. everybody
0: loves Martin Luther King. We unless, all love Martin Luther King. And I used to, too, until I looked into it more. I'm not sure if he didn't know what was happening. Maybe once he died and yeah. Jackson and those guys took over the movement, yeah. maybe that's when a lot of that happened. But, well, let's, oh, us no it didn't. I Jesse, let's be
1: optimistic.
0: I just realized he helped sign that. Johnson Bill uh-huh. for welfare. Yeah. So I'm a little shaky about him. Yeah, but too. he
1: probably didn't know exactly all the implications of that. He's yeah, just because trying to help he out was his black community. and slow. You may be let's, right. <laughs> he was a very smart guy. Let Let's have a little bit of optimism here, Jesse. Let's agree that we like Martin Luther King Jr. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> reluctantly. But, reluctantly.
0: Well, let me just say this. Good. Boy. It's about character. Either you yeah, love I think what's right, have a lot of No, it's about the blacks today.
1: Oh, I see. Okay.
0: It has nothing to do with all the isms. Yeah, It's either right or wrong, good or evil. And most black people have no character. And they're blaming <laughs> white people. They're taught in the homes and schools and all that. But I gotta ask you this. I think a
1: lot of people don't have character of, in it, every especially group in right now. in society. Yeah, it's, it's pretty awful. Well, black
0: people have not had to be responsible for the lack of character over the last 70 years. Yeah. They've been blaming it on whites. Been, that, uh, that is
1: just, in a practical sense, that is a terrible situation. Yeah. Yeah. So i got to ask you this. Number one, are you the head of your wife? You mean the head of like the household? No, the head of your wife. I haven't heard that expression. I assume you mean, am I the dominant one in the relationship? <laughs> are,
0: you, are you a Christian, right? No. And so well, Christians should know that, that term terminology.
1: I do, so, but I don't know exactly quite how you're phrasing it. But I think yes is the answer. That, you think uh, you are? Well, I, if I were to interpret your question the way I think it needs to be interpreted, yeah, I think I'm I'm more dominant for sure. Yeah, so but the, I'm, I'm I'm respectful though. I like to I like her to be able to make her own decisions. So, but you're the head of your wife. Yeah, I mean, if there's a decision that needs to be made between us, so you're the head of your wife. Okay, yeah, sure. I haven't <laughs> heard this term. I, it's hard for me to answer a question. I don't quite, what do
0: you do when you wake up in the morning? and You smiling. You had a good sleep. Yeah. And then she, you wake up and she's looking at you, all mad about nothing. <laughs> what was, are you dreaming about? Yeah. yeah. And how do you deal with that kind of hell? There,
1: there, the, it's a little bit different between us. That doesn't. There is an occasion when she will say something, and it'll it, it'll seem disrespectful. Yeah. So I will say, you know, you're you're not allowed to speak to me like that. Right you know. on. But 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 the thing is, I I also feel like this is to some degree, it has to be mutual. You have to have respect for your wife. As well as, she has to have respect for you. Right. So if there is an instance in which I am inappropriately disrespectful, and she points that out, you know, I, I feel like it's my responsibility to apologize. Do you have anger? Not anymore, really. I, when I was a kid, I, I really did. I really was. I'm part Scottish. My mother's f- father, my grandfather, is from Scotland. Well, is Scottish. His parents were from Scotland. Soon. And there are some fiery people, Scottish people. I, I, I heard that before. <laughs> so I had a lot of, of anger as a kid. I used to have a very strong... Uh, angry temper, and uh, I used to blow up and get very angry at people. So do you have anger
0: now? No, I'm good. I think I'm good now. You have no anger?
1: Not really. Do you have anger? Okay, I feel like you're getting somewhere and I'm not following. (laughs) Do you have anger? Do you have anger? I suppose somewhere deep down there's a hulk waiting to come out, but uh, I I don't get angry really anymore. Do you have anger? Can you explain what you're trying to ask me? No, no, that's it. I'm just asking one little
0: simple question.
1: Yeah, but I don't understand do you the have question. Anger? I don't understand the question.
0: What you don't understand about it? I
1: don't understand what you're trying to ask me. Do I suppose everybody has some anger. I'm asking you though. Do you have anger? Not really. What is that? Do not ever get angry? Not, not so much anymore. I don't really. I mean, I suppose I get frustrated. Do you get angry at all? I'll tell you what I do get. I'll tell you yes. Okay, yes, I do. And I'll tell you why I get angry. Why? Occasionally. The thing that made me the most angry was when, gosh, I wish I could remember his name, Uh, when that kid, he was like a member of the, uh, not the Proud Boys, uh, the, no, Portland Prayer something. Oh, the guy that was? Shot in Portland. Shot in the head. That made me genuinely angry. Oh, okay. You know what's really frustrating about those situations? And this, this is why I don't really, this is the one thing I really hate about my job. Is that you have to read about things that are utterly infuriating, and you can 't do anything about them, yeah. like what can I do about it That's i can 't right. do anything it drives you crazy, or the Muslim the muslim uh, the grooming gangs in in the u k that this this do you know about this this went no. on for like decades they were like um essentially um, manipulating white girls specifically into becoming prostitutes in, in the UK. Thousands, thousands of, and they were specifically targeting white English girls as yeah. these Muslim gangs. And it's just a, very much a cultural difference that the, that the UK police were just ignoring, and the UK government was just ignoring, and they're trying to get people not to talk about it. I would love to go on and on. We're still out of time, but yeah. I, I got to finish it up. <laughs> we're, <little story. laughs> we're running out of time. Yeah, we're still out of time. Yeah, that's the So do you have anger? Well, you've convinced me that I do, yeah. I, haven't, I just asked the question. I didn't yeah, say you did or yeah, you didn't. Yeah, you're, you're getting me to, to think about certain things. Did In you my know personal that, life, not so much. But yeah, there are certain things that make me mad. Did so. you
0: know that it's abnormal for a, male, a man to have anger? It's not his normal state?
1: I don't agree with that.
0: And any man that has anger is a woman.
1: <laughs> I don't agree with
0: that. Because I'll tell you why.
1: because we used to have to hunt but we need to be, well, I hunted too, but I wasn't angry about hunting. No, but think about it like this. If, if you for, are facing off against a wild beast and you have that fight or flight response, you know, sometimes you got to be able to take that thing but down. But you
0: can run without being angry. No, but you can't or fight you without Or you can take it angry. down without being angry. <laughs> so i got to ask, um, white people built the greatest country on this side of heaven, America.
1: Yeah. And if it wasn't awesome. for
0: white people, there would be no America. Yeah. Did they make a mistake by letting the colors in?
1: no come on i think they made a mistake by enslaving people i think that was terrible but i'll tell you what but why don't they stand up for the country that they
0: created and they invited others in why are white people because it's well, going to be I, South I, i'll tell you what, i actually here. think
1: that white people have the right perspective the correct perspective the right perspective when it comes to racial stuff which i think no such thing well no such thing as, what. as racism Okay, I'm saying racial, racial oh, stuff. Oh, okay, I got it. Which is that you, you really should respect people on an individual level. Right. Treat everybody the way you like to be treated. Yeah, individually. Yeah. It's, this thing, it's a Christian concept, right? This idea of, oh, this group is bad because they're of that type or they come from that place or they are that color or whatever, that's not the right way of looking at things.
0: Was Christianity weak at some point? Cause if because of Christianity that... That white people came here and they built the country. Mm-hmm. Did they get weak at some point? No, body? I think that
1: the, twisted, the twisting of Christian philosophies makes people weak. Okay. So, like, you take something that is a good, strong Christian value, like turn the other cheek or love your neighbor or love your enemy, and you twist it to this idea that if you don't like black people more than white people, you're <laughs> evil. Yeah. You know, which is like, <laughs> it's such a bizarre distortion of the ethic. You know? What's a man? What is a man? Yes. I think that that is a human being. Other than the body parts. Okay, that's where I was going. <laughs> you know where I was going. Where I was going. Uh, yeah, I, I actually think that to some degree, uh, well, there's just, a, there's just a lot. There's a lot of places we go with that. What is love? Gosh, you ask them difficult questions, don't you? <laughs> I think love, I think this really, I think we all to some degree are connected through some kind of spiritual force and and love is a kind of connection with that, you know, between between people.
0: I'm about have to have you back. I got to put you on the hot
1: seat. Okay, hit me. So
0: we got to heat this up, folks.
1: So I'm gonna put my yeah, guest on quick. the hot seat. I need you to answer these quickly quick, as
0: quick, possible. Quick, 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 Okay.
1: The hot seat.
0: Yeah. Is Prince Harry an alpha male
1: or a beta male? Uh, sadly, he's beta, but I, I think he's probably an all right, guy. Do you believe in Jesus? Yes. Are you a nationalist? Yes.
0: Um, I started uh, White History Month, Uh and we're going to be celebrating the fourth year in July. Will (laughs) you celebrate White History Month? (laughs) I will, yeah. Okay. (laughs) I love you, man. (laughs) Will you be taking the uh, Chinese virus vaccine? I will. I will. Um, Is the pay gap real? No. Uh, Who caused more divorces, men or women? I, I don't know. Will Trump presidency end cancel culture? No. Do you support Islam? No, no, I'm not against Islam, but I don't support. Is sex love? No. Amazing. Thank you, man. That was amazing. Did you have fun? I, Jesse Lee Peterson, you are a legend.
1: <laughs> I did, you. I had a lot of fun. Thank you, man. Uh, is there anything you want to promote? No, no, just day. my YouTube channel. Okay. Just Mr. Reagan on YouTube. Check it out, folks. It's
0: amazing. Mr. Reagan on YouTube. It really is good. I love you. It was an
1: honor to meet you.
0: Thank you. Same here. Thank you, people, for tuning in. I absolutely appreciate it. Don't forget to like, follow, tweet, subscribe, share, and sign in and ring the bell. All right. Don't forget Patreon. Thank you, man. Yeah, thank you. Amazing. Thanks. Oh, amazing. Awesome. Amazing. I went amazing. way over, huh? Yeah, we went way over. Yeah. <laughs> Next time on The Fallen State. So, how have you been dealing with the Chinese virus? I prefer to call
1: it COVID 19. I have found comfort in the Old Testament narratives with a firm resolve that God will make a way in God's own time.
0: Knowing that the government is trying to control us in order to win this messy election, why would you trust them? It's so
1: unfortunate the way the virus has been mismanaged and it's exposed many of the Economic disparities that are that are often associated with race in the United States. Do you support
0: critical race theory?
1: There's probably two or three books on them right here behind me. Based on what happened in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Based on what happened in Louisville, Kentucky, You're with, with uh, the grand jury refusing to indict Taylor. But
0: let me ask: Brianna was in the house Let me ask: How could person. you possibly, in good conscience, describe them as thugs? Because I love what's right and I know the truth. Watching The Fallen State. We need your continued support. Donate to my nonprofit here. Subscribe and like the videos here. And tell everybody and their mama about the show.
1: This is great, man. You got such a cool studio. Thank you. And you have a radio show too, right? I do. Yeah. I'll show you the studio in a minute.
0: I had some uh, Kelly made an apple pie, and I had some during that break between the last show and this one, and now I want to go to sleep. Yeah.
1: That was fun, though, man. Man, I, that was amazing. I love your show. I catch it. It's funny because I never watch anything religiously.